Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, June 27th, Monday. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln. And Johnny Cadillac is producing the show, as almost always. Um, Interesting Monday, um, day 71 of the uh, mayor or or, I can't even say it. I don't know that I could be mayor if I can't say it. (laughs) The exploratory committee. Uh, interesting stuff going on. Had somebody tell me, well, you know, Jack, everything in Lincoln is just uh, taxes, roads, and safety and security. Uh, I think it's a little bigger than that, uh, me personally. Now, that may be actually what voters just consistently look at, uh, but I think there's a lot more going on here in in Lincoln, Nebraska. And certainly when it comes to safety and security, I, I think I don't waver on that. And if you weren't aware, there was another shooting in the Lincoln East parking lot this weekend, and that is very sad. Uh, one of the things I will say is, as I have youth in the high school age bracket, and if you didn't know, this is a public service announcement. If you didn't know, that is a very much hot gathering spot for young people in our community. And I guess my suggestion would be parents... Kids, if you're listening, probably best to stay away from large gatherings like Lincoln East or any parking lot that you're all going to right now because statistically speaking, there's been two shootings in about a month. And listen, there's just no reason to gather. and, And clearly kids are probably putting out on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, hey, big gathering out here. And and we know in the first shooting that that kind of got spurred on by a social media um, tit-for-tat exchange going back for back and forth. Um, so let's, uh, let's try to reduce these shootings that we're having in this community. And until then, until the cops and the police and the investigators can get a handle on it, uh, maybe best uh, kids and parents, we don't have our kids in, in gatherings or in the spots that, I guess, over the last month have become a free fire zone. Well, and we just really have to keep an extra eye and just on the idea of staying safe. You hear the shooting in uh, Uvalde, Texas last month, and it's not one of those things where you said, oh, well, that's that's far away from here. We don't have to worry. Like This is the second shooting in the last month. And well, actually, it's it's about the fifth, I think. Yeah, but it's the second one in the Lincoln East parking lot. Exactly. What even worse? But uh, it, <laughs> we really need to do something about staying safe. It, all this terrible things going on around the country is happening in our own city too. So, like, oh yeah, it's absolutely happening. Uh, that's Johnny Cadillac, folks. He, uh, you, you give it, give him an inch, he takes a mile. He's <laughs> I can he's have a serious loving, note sometimes too. He's loving growing into being a producer, and I I love it. He's actually got his own podcast out there. Probably not supposed to advertise that, but uh, you know he's growing into the role, and that's true. His his sentiment is real. Um, you know the people that can get a hold of this are, are the mayor and the police chief and the city council and. And the police department and the sheriff's department. And um, we're too close, too small of a community to have all these shootings. So 
Um, just be on the lookout. Be safe. Uh, special election tomorrow. Um, haven't had one since 1951. Obviously, this one is for the first uh, congressional district. Uh, Patty Panzine Brooks and Mike Flood. We'll talk about that today. Um, how could? Excuse me. How could we not talk a little bit about Roe versus Wade? And the complete insanity that's going on in our nation right now over that. Um, and then if you have kids in high school or you coach high school or you're around young athletes, another Supreme Court decision um, allowing a gentleman, um, which I don't even understand why it was a big deal in the state of Washington, not to be able to uh, kneel down and pray after a sporting event. Uh, that uh, <laughs> That's pretty common practice. And uh, in this case, this coach or gentleman wasn't forcing anybody to do it. And uh, I I don't understand why anybody would have an issue with that. Um, Johnny, if you're out there, I have reached out to uh, Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana. Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana, if you are listening or your constituents are listening, I absolutely have invited you on the show this week or next. Johnny the Caller, not to be confused yes, with Johnny not, Cadillac. Yeah, not Johnny Cadillac, Johnny the Caller. Um, I w- I, I've been wanting to for a while have you on uh, just to talk about... Uh, your petition drive and and obviously your supporting of getting this on the petition and I, I believe obviously legalizing medical marijuana. I I did not. Well, I wasn't on the show when it first came around. I did see it. Um, well, or I went to vote and maybe it wasn't on the ballot. Something happened, right? You you need to exp- you need to come on the show. Nebraskans for medical marijuana and explain to me I think there was some language um because I think it's a a hot topic without a doubt um so where shall we start let's let's start uh nationally <laughs> let's start with no no let's start with special election let's let's start home here okay uh special election tomorrow Tuesday, we haven't had one since 1951. If you haven't been keeping up on recent history, this is the seat uh, vacated by Jeff Fortenberry um, because of his resignation from Congress after making false statements and the trial, etc., etc. So what you're voting for tomorrow is the remainder of 2022 to have a first district congressional district representative um as you can as you may recall the republican party kind of dumped ship quickly uh, on jeff fortenberry and i don't think i mean i know a lot of republicans and conservatives that are mad about that but i also see the political strategy that hey if he is found guilty, it would be best to have a candidate. And uh, I know Governor Ricketts and former Governor Heineman came out early and Mike Flood was named the the potential. Um, of course, Jeff Fortenberry is found guilty. So Mike Flood is the candidate. And then Patty Panzing Brooks um, is the other candidate. So we will be voting tomorrow on two candidates. Interesting enough, I think that um 
in Lincoln and Lancaster County, okay, if you drive around, and I've been surprised, I see Patty Pansy Brooks signs everywhere, every neighborhood from, you know, extreme money neighborhoods down to upper middle class, the middle class to some of the more, um, you know, uh, neighborhoods that are a little bit downtrodden. I, Patty Pansing Brooks, at least get out the vote in signs, is killing it here in in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I also uh, read a piece where um, clearly they feel like she should win Lincoln and Lancaster County. I think it's probably safe to say that um, Mr. Flood will uh, win the the district overall. Safe to say, but you never know. I think when it comes to what I've been witnessing, what I've blogged about here in Lancaster County, I think it would be very advantageous in sending a message to the Democratic establishment that controls our elected offices here in the city and county that we have a conservative turnout much like we did in the primary. If you recall, I've had the Lancaster County Republican Party and their efforts on several times, and there was about a 50% uptick of conservatives coming out for the primary. Why is that important now? Well, you can't take anything for granted when you hear on major media the red wave and all these things. And so while it might be that Lincoln is a little bit of a Democratic stronghold currently, you have to look at the war, not the battle. And what we know is that we need conservatives in Lincoln to show up and vote. All of them. All of them. And if you look at the primary, great turnout by conservatives, not so much, meaning Democrats obviously knew what was going on. I mean, you had more Democrats come over to the conservative side just so they could have a vote in the potential governor. Um, But think of it like a tidal wave. And so you have a, a swell mounting and growing through the primary. Well, show up tomorrow or... If hopefully you've put an early uh, ballot in if you're a conservative. Show up tomorrow in numbers and cast your vote, right, for the conservative candidate. Now, Democrats, I'm all for, you know, you voting for Patty Panzine Brooks. Um, I don't believe, I could be wrong, I don't believe that conservatives will win Lincoln and Lancaster County because... Everybody around Lincoln and Lancaster County, they really want to get Patty Pansy Brooks this county, this city, sure. But conservatives thinking into the general, the numbers of which you show up tomorrow is a very important message leading to the general. You are not happy with the way the city's and the county's being run. You're not happy with all of the ordinances and the policing and the lack of manning and taking care of our officers, the lack of modernization, maybe the roads, maybe the fairness ordinance. And so just by showing up and turning out as a conservative, 
You're continuing to send that message that started in the primary when people in politics can really look at the numbers. And then obviously, what am I going to say? I'm going to say after the special election, keep engaging with your candidates on both sides. Get to know your candidates. Remember, per Lauren Garcia, ask your candidates about school choice. (laughs) You might want to ask about abortion now again. I don't know. And keep that swell, that red wave growing so that there's momentum into the general. And then we'll take a little break over Christmas, and we'll get ready for a very important election in May here in the city of Lincoln, with a lot on the line with regard to ideology and liberalism versus conservatism um, in our city. If conservatives don't show up tomorrow in the special election, even though they may, you know, kind of take what I said and go, well, Mike Flood's going to win. Overall, you're probably right, but you still need to show up to get into the practice and remember that it is sending a message to your own city, even though it's a national election for the first congressional district. Okay, so that's the way I see it. Again, seems Patty Pansing Brooks has certainly done her work here in Lincoln and Lancaster County. Um, Lots of support. Um, And for conservatives, I think that that should let you know kind of where we're at in this city. We're in a tenuous time if you can care about conservative values. Um, And what you can do right now is you can show up and vote and say, no, I'm still here, and I haven't forgot how to vote, and I'm going to go vote. So that's how I see it tomorrow. Um, You know, the polls are open at 8 a.m., and they close at 8 p.m. Again, we haven't had this since 1951, and in the end of the day, uh, this is for the remainder of 2022 and then guess what we're we're gonna have to vote again on this very same thing in the general election on november 8th to me it's pretty simple this election um if you're in favor of the biden administration and its policies over the last two years if you're in favor of this mayor and this city council's policies and attempts at policies um, as well as, you know, national jump on, you know, the latest crazy liberal thing, whether it be BLM or woke culture or extreme LGBTQIA type things, um, you know, green energy, then you vote for Patty Pansing Brooks. Um, if you're for conservative values, which are generally represented in the state of Nebraska, Um, maybe not as much here in Lincoln, Nebraska currently, Um, then you you vote for Mike Flood, a a Republican who's, you know, been in the state Senate. He's done his work here. Um, He's just kind of tried and true conservative. Okay. Um, And those are the questions, I guess, if you're an independent um, or someone that doesn't quite know that wants to go out and vote who you're voting for. You're you're voting for very progressive left and to continue down this path, or you're voting for tried and true conservative that's going to go represent Nebraska and try to rein in, you know, vote by vote in the Congress and the Senate, 
uh, vote by vote by governors. And, you know, obviously, I hope that trickles down to Lincoln, Nebraska, and we get more balance in this city. That would be my thoughts on that. But you know what? We'll have a good sense tomorrow at the time of the show. All right, let's check the text line. Um, well, everybody, <laughs> everybody's really going on, but it was good. What uh, Jack Mitchell and I, Caleb Henry, was Mark Vale even in Friday, Johnny? Yeah, he was. He was. He, he well, was here. Yes. Okay, he was. Just, My mic wasn't on. He there. was just <laughs> quiet. Um, yeah, those guys got one over on us with uh, our inter Sandman, and, and it, it still has me giggling. I really love that. Um, when we come back, we'll talk Roe v. Wade and uh, the latest shootings in Lincoln. 1499 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 KLIN. All right, Monday, June 27th. We're close to the bottom of the hour here, just a quick two minutes. And then I'm so happy because uh, Nicole, the Sarpy and Cedar County coordinator for Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana, has called in. And, Nicole, we will get to you here in the second segment in about seven minutes. So if you're interested in that and the dynamics, um, listen in on the second segment coming up. Um, really appreciate Nicole, the Sarpy and Cedar County coordinator for Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana, calling in without a doubt. That's awesome. I love when shows happen like that. Um, you've heard me talk about it. We broke the story uh, as uh, Executive Travel went out to do this. But KLN is a proud partner with Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine and certified Piedmontese beef to offer an extra special bargain deal. Right now on KLIN.com, you can purchase a box of 66-ounce burger patties of high-quality premium certified Piedmontese beef with our exclusive 100-off bargain deal. All proceeds will go to Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine, a local nonprofit raising funds to support Ukrainian refugees that have fled the war and are trying to stay safe and build a new life in Poland. Get the set for the summer for big get set for the summer for the big 4th of July get together. Each $150 box contains 15 pre-portioned four packs of delicious premium burgers. Stock up your freezer, share with friends. And at just 250 a burger, you're getting a great deal and helping an even better cause. You really are. After purchase, boxes can be picked up Wednesday, June 29th. So we're getting close here, folks. Get all the info and reserve your box of certified Piedmontese beef burgers at KLIN.com. All proceeds supporting Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine. So we're going to talk with Nicole when we come back with Nebraska's for medical marijuana. And then we will talk uh, Roe v. Wade as well. Um, a lot going on here today on a Monday, June 27th. Everybody's kind of waking up and uh, should be an interesting week. A lot going on in America, a lot going on in the world. 1,499.3 KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh.
Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back uh, Monday, June 27th, second segment. Uh, I'm excited. We've got a call in. Uh, we're going to hit. For those of you, though, that are following the Jeff Fortenberry case, uh, I want to thank John Glenn Weaver, who ran for that uh, district, an Air Force veteran. Um, uh, the Mr. Fortenberry, excuse me, sentencing will be at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow by the Honorable Stanley Blumenfield Jr. Feld. Ah. I would think he won't get much, but I am not an expert in law. Well, let's talk about a subject I've been trying to find someone to talk about for quite a while. Uh, Nicole, the Sarpy and Cedar County Coordinator for Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How are you doing? Thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. I, You know, I have a lot of callers, and there's a lot of people that call in that are in support of miracle, uh, mar- miracle marijuana, <laughs> medical marijuana, and uh, I just hadn't got the time, so I appreciate you reaching out. I also emailed the website, um, so happy to kind of let you tell us about, um, you know, your grassroots organization and what you guys are trying to do here in the state. Absolutely. We are trying to have a pair of initiatives um, put on the ballot in November for the voters of Nebraska to decide if um, they would approve a medical marijuana program in this state. Um, According to polling done recently at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, 83% of Nebraskans support this initiative. So we know that we are very well supported and, um, you know, if we can get this on the ballot, we truly feel that, that we can get this passed in the state. Yeah, that's a pretty large number to have 83%. And I'd have to say when I walk the streets and talk to people, there is a lot of support, it seems, for it. But I I think from other stories, other media outlets, you've been having some struggles or not getting the signatures required. Um, Our biggest issue is just having enough volunteers to get across the state um, in order to collect all of those signatures. So it's not an issue of having enough support. Of just having enough volunteers and getting people um, our locations in order to to sign for themselves. Yeah, and I think that's where you know we, some people say we kind of have an archaic system, but you have to get so many votes per county. Is it four percent or something like that? Um, according to Nebraska law, um, there's we have to have five percent of the voting population sign um, the petition, which includes three, I believe it's three-eighths of the counties need to have at least 5% of their voting population as well. Okay. Um, That part of the Nebraska law is being challenged currently. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought was out there. Now, one of the things, because I'm just not an expert, is... You you say two complementary initiatives. Is is that in case one would fail? Are they a little bit different, or can you break those down for me? Um, the pair of initiatives came after the Supreme Court ruling two years ago. We had um, a ballot um, ballot petition two years ago that had patients' rights and business regulations onto the same petition. It was brought to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled that we had to separate. The two initiatives. Okay. So there is another ballot initiative this go around that has the pair of initiatives 
one establishes the rights for patients and caregivers, and then the second one sets up a regulatory system for a product to be in the state. Makes sense. Uh, all the legal jargon. Could you tell me off off the top of your head where how many states have this approved? Um, Forty seven states have some kind of medical initiative for um, a marijuana based product. Thirty eight of them have a THC regulation. So it's it's kind of. I don't know how to explain all of that, and I may not be the expert in it. Um, 47 states currently have something set up for patients to access a CBD and THC product. Gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, um, I guess real quick, sometimes here in the in the Midwest, in Nebraska, again, you know, I'm conservative, and it's a conservative state generally, but... Um, this has be, become really mainstream around the rest of the United States, especially medical marijuana, I, I believe. I would have to agree with that statement. Um, Opposition-wise, has it? do you think it was just, I guess, the way things were written before? Or, you know, because it's not like I see or feel a lot of opposition to this. It's just kind of more of a procedural thing that hasn't got done yet. Or am I wrong on that? Um, I personally don't agree with the lawsuit and, and with the, the decision of the Supreme Court. Um, I don't see how I have a, a child who could benefit from, from this treatment. I don't see how he could possibly be a marijuana patient without having a marijuana product. So I'm not sure that I legally understand the ruling um, sure. that, that they, they are one subject. So I think it was it was a way to for opposition to to have it kicked off of the ballot. And we came back stronger and and more determined to get it done this go around. Yeah. Again, we're on with Nicole, uh, the Sarpy and Cedar County coordinator for Nebraskans for medical marijuana. Uh, We're just trying to get kind of get the word out, you know, to let the voters decide. I'm a big let the voters decide guy. Um, and you know, I'll probably take some heat for this, but down here in Lincoln, so we're out of Lincoln, Lancaster County. I, I would think you'll have great support. I see a lot of our kind of bigger name, um, uh, well, I'll call them democratic liberal, um, elected officials out, uh, really stumping hard for you guys and trying to do their part. Um, do you think, you know, do you, when's the deadline that you have to get this done? Um, everything has to be turned into the Secretary of State by July 7th. So we're really pushing these last few days. I believe it's nine, nine days left to collect. Okay. Um, to so best place for people, uh, clearly NebraskaMarijuana.org is your organization's website. But um, it, with regard to signing, do they need to find or turn in the petitions anywhere? I mean, how can people basically get activated if they want to support this? Absolutely. My favorite question, how can you help? Your signature, first and foremost, is the the one thing that can truly help us the most, as well as volunteering. It's as easy as, you know, coming to us, finding a place to to get some petitions. Go to your family, friends. Um, If you're sitting at home, have a sign in your driveway that says, you know, you can sign it here. We just need help getting people 
access to the petitions. Um, sure. That's been, that's been our biggest, biggest struggle. We do have locations. We have businesses across the state that have them have the petitions available during their business hours. We have pop-up locations, different events, farmers markets have been really good for us. Um, so just finding something near you, like you said, NebraskaMarijuana.org is our website. It has all of the businesses as well as pop-up locations, different events that we, we will be available at. Well, Nicole, I really appreciate your patience uh, calling in and for your time today. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me again. Thank you. You bet, Nicole. Take care. All right. So we've got a little of that. Uh, Hey, listen, folks, I'm more than willing to um, have other folks come on if you're listening. Um, Pro and con. I think it's a good good topic. Um, I do believe that... uh, this is pretty mainstream around the rest of the United States. That doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, um, you know, we haven't got it past uh, the medical marijuana. And I know there's a lot of pros and cons out there. Um, and, and it's, you know, decently a passionate subject. But I, I will say this. Um, I, I do think that if it does get on the ballot, I think it, it will pass uh, pretty easily. Um, without a doubt. And, uh, Trevor, yeah, hey, thanks for texting in because I was also going to mention, because I do see the signs, at least in Lincoln here when I'm driving around. Uh, there's businesses, folks around Lincoln, if you want to sign and support getting this on, um, on the ballot that, uh, you can go to. And I know on their website, um, it, it shows locations again, NebraskaMarijuana.org. But Trevor, yeah, good text. Um, if you haven't seen the logo, I mean, it's it's pretty much green, got some yellow. We've gotten a little uh, interesting marketing here in Nebraska. Usually, it's just green, big green and white. You know, it's like green and white has taken over marijuana culture for marketing around the nation. But here in Nebraska, we have a little yellow in ours, at least for NebraskaMarijuana.org. And so, yeah, it's not too hard to find a place um, to sign. And I suspect, you know, I'm going to depart a little bit from some folks. I have always, and I've told you before, uh, I'm a recovering addict of many different things. Um, and happy to discuss that if you want. But, I mean, I think it stands on its own. And I've always been interested in, you know, what we consider a drug and what we don't. Across the spectrum of things, folks, um, right? I mean, I think we all know, but don't necessarily think, you know, alcohol is a drug. Um, marijuana is a drug. We all probably have some kind of drugs in our system right now. Caffeine. Caffeine, right? I, is caffeine? Yeah, it's probably considered yep. a drug. But, I mean, clearly the bottom line here is what I'm trying to say is there's pros and cons to it all. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fights in this nation over its history with prohibition and different things. There's a great show on right now. I think it's uh, the bets, the booze and the gambling or something that, uh, you know, built America. And um, we kind of, you know, we kind of go up and down on what we decide. I mean, I know growing up in Fremont, Nebraska, my God, if uh, if some parent uh, said they smelled marijuana, the entire city went on lockdown. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know on this one, you know, m- me, the person, um, <laughs> I listen, I know the pros and cons and the risks and, you know, 
I don't necessarily believe that because things are legal that all kinds of different people are going to go out and use. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, this is a hot topic for people. And uh, I don't have a problem with it going to vote for the people in Nebraska to see what the people of Nebraska think. Um, and if it were approved, I don't necessarily think that usage goes up and it causes much craziness. Um, I think that the reality is there's a lot of people that find both marijuana, CDB, and others, because I'm not an expert, and THC already. Um, and I don't know that our laws are necessarily really deterrent anymore. Um, and so we'll just have to decide without a doubt um be interesting to see i think um roe v wade we don't have a lot of time i guess you know tying that into locally um you know some people have thought the nebraska examiner has a story uh by sandiford about you know it jolts the sleepy special election with pansy brooks and flood i mean that's the headline i, I don't know if it jolts it uh the reality is, is I think this particular special election again, which is tomorrow, so go out and vote. Polls are open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, to me, it's very cut and dry election. I mean, it's conservatives are going to vote conservative. Democrats are going to vote Democrat. Um, I don't think, given the Supreme Court's uh, ruling, that either of these two people over the next six months leading up to the general are going to do much about abortion abortion essentially is still legal so let's talk facts real quick folks it's legal it has been decreed by the supreme court that the states will now decide okay so let's let's not freak out let's realize that what the supreme court did is gave the power rightfully back to the states and the legislators and the people to decide state by state how we feel on this. Okay. So people that want to get abortions are still going to be able to get abortions. Um, and I find the fervor of which is happening across the nation to be comical at some level, but not surprising when it comes to when liberals and democrats don't get the decisions they want um they load up into the streets and start to go nuts literally start to go nuts and the major media acts as if it's no big deal and so let me give you just a real quick sort of kind of related but um and i'm not even going to bring up the COVID arguments i'm not even going to bring it up um according to the cdc Okay, there's about 631,000 abortions a year. Okay, that's in 2019. I'm referencing PewResearch.org, Brian, because I know you always like to fact check me. Um, Gutmacher, which is a pro-abortion or pro-choice group, you know, they have higher numbers. But I'm just going to go with CDC, okay? Most people can generally say that. 631,000 abortions a year. We have year over year in the last five years with the Washington Post tracking this. Okay. The WOPO, democracy dies in darkness. We have about a thousand 
shootings, fatal shootings by police officers every year. And yes, African Americans have a higher percentage than Hispanic Americans and white Americans. But we have about a thousand police shootings. For one of those, the entire nation went crazy. Looting, assaults on officers, burning of property, complete takeover of federal buildings, and that's what we got for one of those shootings. Okay? We haven't seen anybody on the anti-abortion side for the 631,000 out there completely annihilating pieces of America. We haven't seen that. And this has been going on, what, 49 years? We haven't seen it. So it's not surprising that after a leaked memo, which was political in nature and talks about the extremes of which one side of our politic will go to, that now... I suspect we're going to have another summer of violence by liberals and abortion advocates going nuts because that's what they do. And, and, you know, if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, we're not going to hold them accountable. I don't know why. 1,499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3 KLIN. Finishing up here Monday, June 27th. Um, Well, we talked a little bit about the shooting, and I gave a public service announcement. I'm going to give it again. Maybe just avoid large gatherings, young people, right now until we figure out uh, the shootings that are going on in and around the places you hang out, like the Lincoln East parking lot, um, without a doubt. We also discussed uh, Roe v. Wade a little bit, the special election tomorrow, and I really enjoyed Nicole, the Sarpy and Cedar County Coordinator for Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana, uh, calling in. Again, if you support that initiative, you can go to NebraskaMarijuana.org and sign. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people are, are in support of getting that done, without a doubt, and I appreciate her calling in. I have reached out to their headquarters, and uh, if someone from headquarters wants to come on, you're more than welcome to. Um, Johnny called in, um, talked him off air, and he has a point. My, my point, there definitely was violence on both sides of this issue over the last 49 years. No doubt about it. And that it wasn't my intent to say that, uh, that there wasn't. Uh, I was comparing and predicting that we're in for some swells from liberal and Democrats since we know what they did over one death, if you will. Um, and comparing that to the number of abortions and conservatives really restraining, if you will, taking over land, hurting police, uh, maybe not the greatest analogy, uh, but it's not surprising that Democrats would be uh, all up in arms about this. And again, folks, let's deal with facts. It's still legal. It's up to the states now. States and the legislatures in the states, as well as the people, can make laws and govern as they see fit. That's the greatness of the United States of America. Remember to go vote tomorrow. Special election, Lincoln, Nebraska, 1499.3 KLIN.